Be inspired to learn, grow, evolve and rock life with Tynell and Dale Robin. This is Alternatescapes, brought to you by Uncut Media. Yes, yes, yes. And that is what it is all about. Hi, guys. My name is Tara Null, also known the seeker of Uncut Media the as the seeker. seeker. And I've got Dale Robin, self-proclaimed A-type personality. personality. Um, And I am super excited for yet another show. We're on episode nine, which is titled The Unseen. So conversation is going to get really interesting tonight. But tonight is the first two-hour show of I hope you can talk for two hours. Oh, lordy. I hope so, too. <laughs> well, listen, if you can't, I certainly can. So we'll be all right. We'll be good. We'll be good. So I'm very excited to kick this off. And um, if you guys haven't updated your date with me in your calendar as yet, I suggest that you do so. We're going to be live and online every Tuesday between 6 and 8 p.m. And Dale and I, I mean, we've got a whole list of different topics that we're going to be digging into. And Dale always has a way of just like really asking those hard questions which I love. You see, I say the things that no one really wants to ask because I have no filter and I am the cynic. <laughs> yeah. So we didn't have the cynic versus the seeker. We wouldn't have a show. So. I had that down as the critic. Cynic critic is that both, the same? Both. both. Yeah. And guys, also please do share some love on, on social media, on Facebook and Instagram. You can follow and share Uncut Media ZA and you can also follow me at Tyrone on Instagram. Um, not on Facebook for now because my page has been hacked. <laughs> <laughs> Hashtag first world problems. Yeah. So with the new time slots and the extended show, it really does give us time to slow things down and spice things up a little bit. So mm. we've got a couple of new segments that we've added into the show. So um, first of all, we're going to be giving our listeners some homework to do every week, as we've been doing with you, Dale. Good plan. How's that been playing out in your life? Yeah, so far, so good. Um, the, the homework is always interesting uh, yeah. for me because it really is very much out of my comfort zone. So I find myself in a place where... I hear your voice in my head a lot. Um, You know, today was a perfect example. Everything just went wrong from the moment I opened my eyes. And every time my reactive personality wants to climb out and go, "Ah," I go, what would I do? (laughs) I feel like we need to make bands. Um, So it certainly has been helping. Um, I, I do believe, like I've said before, it takes two weeks to form a habit. And I feel like... I'll get better. Yeah. I'll get better. Absolutely. And I mean, look, I'm also still learning and growing and evolving on my little journey as well. And I'm putting a lot of practice into it. And I am seeing seeing improvements in my life every day. So what we're going to be doing with our audience is playing a game called Practice Perfect. Love. Practice Progress, not Practice Perfect. Practice Perfect Progress. Oh, there we go. Say it three times really fast, guys. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're going to start off each episode with a little exercise. It may be a breathing exercise, a attitude of gratitude exercise, whatever it may be. It's just going to be something to really bring us into the moment and bring us into the present vibe. And then at the the following week, we'll then hear what impact that exercise has had on our listeners' lives. Yeah, and please do share those with us, guys. We love to hear that we are doing, what we are doing is doing good for you. 0728707571 is the WhatsApp line. Just share your experiences. And maybe also if you've got tips and tricks, we'd love to hear what people are doing Absolutely. as well. Yeah, so. and that's what Alternatescapes is about. It really is about people sharing their experiences to then help inspire other people people. to learn grow and evolve and rock life it's all about rocking life rocking life yes we're gonna make bumper stickers that say that uncut media rock life there we go (laughs) so dale given the day that you've had today i thought of this quote okay right let me know what you feel about it so it's you cannot control the weather 
but you can control how you feel about it. Mm. Yeah. Absolutely. Everything. It's all about perception. Everything. Yes. Okay. So, I mean, that basically speaks to what we've been discussing over the last few episodes. And uh, it really is be about becoming aware of your feelings and not allowing things that you cannot control to have power over your emotions. So, if you've missed the last two episodes, they're up on the Uncut Media site. Um, and you can also dig into some of the other shows that are on the site as well. We've been covering the law of attraction in the last two episodes. And uh, this episode, we're going to be covering more about like the spirit world, guardian angels, ascended masters, spirit guides, spirit teams, and like the quantum, these quantum dimensions that people are speaking of and connectedness and consciousness and all of that. Mm, so it's gonna get mm. really interesting. I'm very excited about that. Quite intense. Do you ever speak to your guardian angels? So you see here, here I think it, this is where the, the cynic comes in with me because as we've discussed in previous episodes, I believe that everybody should necessarily should have a higher power, whatever that is, whatever your belief is, is up to you and that's great. Um, I feel like my guardian angel spends a lot of time with her head between her knees, <laughs> crying and shaking her head at my bad life choices. You know, you always think back to the cartoons where you had the little angel on the shoulder, the little devil on the shoulder. So I don't necessarily believe that I have a guardian angel. I believe I have my two voices of morality and immorality, but I'm a big believer that my animals, my actual physical living animals are my guardian angels because yes. many decisions I make in life are based on how will it affect my kids? <laughs> um, you know, and I, I believe that subconsciously just them being in my space and being in my life yeah. stops me from maybe going down the wrong yeah. paths, if that I, makes sense. Absolutely. I also get that sense from animals, you know, like dogs and cats, they all have their own little personalities absolutely. and they keep you comfort in those moments where you feel down and low. They're just always excited to see you. Okay. Maybe not a cat, but my dogs are always me. excited. But it's interesting, you know, we mentioned previously when prepping for the show that you talked about reincarnation. Mm -hmm. And it's something I've always been fascinated with. And I know we're going to get into that mm -hmm. in the show. But, you know, my, my rest his little blessed heart. Um, I lost my Willis last year. Willis was a little dashant. And all of my friends in my friend circle used to say to me that Willis was not a dog. Willis was an old man yeah. who had come back in the form of a dog. And that was where I became interested in reincarnation because I wondered if it was actually possible, ah. perhaps. But I think it's a very layman's way of looking at reincarnation, which is why I'm so excited for tonight's show because I think you're going to kind of put more things into perspective. For Absolutely. Me. And then I'll ask you that question again at the end of the show, whether you believe you've got a guardian angel or not. Let's see. But right. So let's get into our <clears throat> practice perfect progress. Love it. Okay. So last week we had a little beginner's guide to meditation in studio i almost put uli and dale to sleep while oh. we were on air um, so i thought this week we're going to get the listeners involved and we're going to add in some affirmations so how it's going to work is you're all going to close your eyes and i'll do a little little breathing introduction and you're going to breathe in on three counts and while you're breathing in on three counts i'm going to read out an affirmation i'm going to give you an affirmation and you're going to take that affirmation in and when you breathe out you're going to release whatever doesn't serve you anymore okay. and you don't necessarily have to pinpoint what doesn't serve you just release all the stress and all the worry and all the anxiety and whatever it is you're carrying on your shoulders okay Got you. so we good so breathe in on one two three four and out there we go now in i am the power mass and cause of my emotions and out and then i am the power mass and cause of my mind and out and in 
I am comfortable with my body within and without. And out. And in. I am integrated, whole and balanced. And out. And in. I am responsible for choices that are for my greater purpose. And out. And the last one in. I am in flow with life. And out. How does that make you feel? Like I don't want to open my eyes at the end of it. <laughs> <laughs> Do you think it's a good idea to have that at the beginning of the show? <laughs> Probably not. It's, it's the most amazing feeling. And we did discuss it in the show last week that for somebody as highly strung as me, just those five breaths just just calms everything down. Um, it's going to take a bit of practice for me to listen to what you're actually saying because yeah. it happens so quickly, but it really does make me sleep, which yeah. is amazing because That's I'm awesome. an insomniac. It means you're just letting all of that rubbish let go of you. Let yeah. go of it. Exactly. Absolutely. Exactly. So you say you believe in reincarnation. I'm very excited to get into this, but with the new show, we also have, an, I'm very excited about this even more. You know, we had that PG notice that you always yes. play during the show. I think let's play that for our listeners before we get into the <laughs> deep stuff. Um, but this is more suited for alternate scapes. Okay, so basically, the, let me put that into a little bit better perspective for you. Uh, all of our shows here on Uncut Media do come with a disclaimer, and this is the one for alternate scapes. Views and opinions expressed on this show are as a result of personal experience. Take what resonates and always follow your intuition. You are listening to Alternatescapes, brought to you by Uncut Media. So in other words, guys, what we're saying is, is please only take from the show what you need. And uh, this is not, neither of us are medical professionals, neither or of us are psychologists, none, neither of us are psychiatric professionals. So take what you need and let the rest of it go. Um, exactly. So yes. Yes, there yes. we go. So. I love the story that you told about Willis and the reincarnation bar because I've also taken an interest into reincarnation and more recently that was kind of affirmed for me not just by the books that I was reading but also by family members who passed and um, my granddad passed about two weeks ago and it, so it also affirmed the whole spirit vibe for me but he yes. passed about two weeks ago and my mom phoned me and just before my mom phoned me I felt the sensation in my body like this almost like a little tingle sensation where mm. i've never felt it before on my on my face here where my mouth is mm. and straight away i was like that's grandpa mm. and then my mom called and i was like i knew exactly what so was coming. strange yeah eh? um so that that affirmed the whole spirit vibe and i've also had an experience with my grandmother where also after her passing there were like lights flickering and she was like all the family was sitting together and she was just basically saying bye yes um but I got stuck into this Netflix series called Surviving Death. Have you seen it? I haven't. I haven't. Okay. So in this series, and I've actually read a couple of articles before about kids who start talking about these experiences that they've had or memories that they yes. have that the parents just cannot explain. So like the one kid, for instance, he was a fighter pilot or he claimed to have been a fighter pilot and his, he had vivid recalls vivid of memory. Memories. Yeah. And uh, upon investigation, they found that he would, like the name that he had given, uh, the people he had spoken about, <sighs> you know, he, he knew his fighter jets off by heart and he had such a passion for it. And he was just this like little five-year-old kid. 
And there was another one who was, he was an actor in a past life, um, had no idea who this person was. He was like this little baby. And um, they actually flew him to go meet with the actor who passed to meet with his family to confirm the story. That's amazing. So that's, you know, when I hear and read about things like that, that affirms the reincarnation vibe for me. And uh, then I read this book called Soul Journey and Soul Discovery. We're going to get into that a little bit later. But it's basically Michael Newton. Uh, He's a regression hypnotherapist. That's where my regression hypnotherapy was inspired from. And he documents these cases of his patients that he regresses into past lives. But not just into past lives. He regresses them into... Uh, like the spirit realm so what happened after they passed away in the past life where did they go what did they do what was the in-between what's the in-between what's the unseen Mm. so yeah it's very very interesting uh, when you start looking at those details and those are kind of the questions that I've been asking and wondering and the more knowledge I gain and the more awareness I gain the more it all makes sense. But here, here I'm going to do my thing. Yes. Here, here's the question. And, uh, you know, we spent a lot of time over the last two weeks talking about the law of attraction and talking about what you believe will become in, in its own way, not necessarily at the literal sense. But do you not think that to a point, this need and this want, this human nature to believe that there is something that happens after death, that there is something to, that that by believing that and wanting to believe it so badly that you are manifesting something that is not there? Uh, so I think we have this innate desire. It's almost like uh, our intuition saying that there is something more than just what is here in this lifetime. I mean, what would the purpose of life be then, you know, if, if, if there was just a beginning and an end and that was it? Well, isn't that the big question is why are we here? Yeah. Why are we here? To learn, grow and evolve. Absolutely. Yeah. But that ev- that evolution doesn't necessarily have to, you can achieve a certain amount of, rev- of evolution within your time span. Mm. And then when your time span is done, you're done. Yeah. So, so my question is that, again, I admire and I, I encourage people to have that belief. I mm. believe in the Rainbow Bridge as an animal person that, you know, when my animals pass, my gran is standing there waiting for my animals. And I sleep easier at night thinking that. Yeah. But there is that part of my cynic brain going, mm. ah, same as the people that believe in Father Christmas and so on and so <laughs> forth. So, but, but that's my point is that are we not, are these believers not manifesting this thing in their brains because it's easier than accepting the alternative. Yeah. Well, I, I don't, personally, I don't feel so. I've, I've had my own experiences, personal experiences mm-hmm. that have opened my mind up and opened my awareness up to more than just this. For sure. And uh, if you think about it, we're all made up of energy and we've covered this before. We're all made up of the same energy Absolutely. and energy can't be destroyed. So when we pass, Something happens with our energy. With the energy, for we sure. go somewhere. Our, in the, our spirit, our soul, goes mm. somewhere, and that's the questions that we are digging into today. So, as a kid, uh, my mom used to drop me off at people, and I was babysitted all over the place in Palabora. And the one couple that looked after me had this collection of spiritual books. One of which was astral traveling, astral projection. Ah, yes. And I think I must have been like eight or nine years old at the time. 
And they saw that I took an interest in this book. And the only reason why I really took an interest in the book was because I just wanted to travel. <laughs> I wanted to, <laughs> to go to places that I'd never seen before. Yeah, yeah. And so I took this book home with me and started practicing the techniques and the meditations in the books. And they're like, it's my, my memories are a little bit foggy, you know, now, but there were a couple of experiences that I had during that time. I question it now, but I'm pretty sure it happened. But the techniques and, and what they taught in the book is very close to what we now, well, what I do now as meditation. And um, I haven't tried astral projecting again. I think uh, um, that's kind of like something that's just gone by the wayside. But, but can, can we explain to those people listening that are going, what is this oak talking about? Well, astral projection. <laughs> that's going from one plane to another, is it not? Yeah. So if you think about it, the um, and we're going to get more into this in the show. It's two hours long and there's a lot of detail to cover. But if you think <laughs> about it um, in the spiritual context of what is the universe, the world Earth is 3D um, and we've gone through a shift into 5D now. That's why there's more people awakening up and becoming aware to what more is out there. So so the world's very physical. And as you move away from the Earth, the the planes, if you want to call it that, the levels get less dense. So we're in a very physical it's we matter you know we physical matter physical matter yes um and as human beings we're also made up of we've got physical body we've got a mental body and then we've got like our astral body so our energy body which is the soul effectively which well all three of those combined give you, you who you are okay. and then ultimately the spirit is your i would say is your astral astral body okay so when you astral project what you do is you detach your spirit from your physical body and then you can move between different realms depending on what your vibration is. I got you. Um, so in the astral projection techniques that they teach you, they teach you to completely bring your mind to a place of calm and ease and peace. And once your vibration is at a place where you can detach from your physical body, you can then go and meet with your spirit guides or your guardian angels or, you know, go and travel around the world and see places if you wanted to. Gotcha. Uh, and it's quite interesting because the books, the Soul Journey book actually talks about how spirits, once they've crossed over, they go through a process of let's call it like development so you go and you review your past life your pre previous lives uh, and it's not a case of you now have to go and repent for the you know the wrongs that you've done but it's reviewing where you where you could have made better choices what could you have done to further develop yourself to further grow to evolve okay <laughs> but is this is this whole past life thing something that everybody has because I've never had, or, or is this particular potentially where deja vu comes in? Uh, you know, I've never, whilst I, I have had feelings of somebody who has passed is here and those reincarnation vibes, yeah. I've never had any feelings of, oh, I was somebody else at some point. Yeah. Or, so, so does it mean that pe certain people, that your third eye is just more open than others? Possibly. Or possibly. does it mean that perhaps just only certain people have had the past lives I, I i think the majority of people have lived a couple of lives if not okay. thousands of lives uh when we come into this world we kind of we we have amnesia amnesia that's loss of memory right got you yeah okay so when you when you're born 
your you your are born with clean. your slate is wiped clean so that you can face the challenges and and whatever it is that you need to face in this lifetime with a clean slate otherwise you'll just be carrying all of that stuff with mm. you there's that great movie uh, well it's not a great movie i held like a baby for five days with the dog that keeps coming back <laughs> as i don't what is it called i think it's called a dog's a dog's journey or a dog's life or whatever and every time something happens she comes back as a different dog in a different household and yeah. again that for me I know I keep going back to the animals, but for me, animals are a lot more ethereal than people, yeah, which is yeah. why I think they feel and see and do a yes. lot more than what we do. Yes. And what about lucid dreams? Do you have lucid dreams? In terms of? So a lucid dream is where you are... Can recall. You can recall, but you also almost awaken your dreams. So yeah. it's very vivid. You can sense um, color. You can yes. sense, you know, who's in your dream Taste, with you. Smell, the and senses. some people can control their dreams when they mm. lucid dreams. Mm. I had a, a, a repeating dream for many, many, many years. That was an extremely lucid dream. Um, and I'm very pleased that the older I've gotten, it's, it's gone away because it wasn't a particularly nice dream. Um, and potentially maybe something flashbacks from a past life because it was a house that I didn't recognize yeah. and it was actually quite a nasty story so we won't get into it but <laughs> it was one of those those stories one of those dreams that left me as the youngsters these days would say left me shook yeah when I woke up in the morning so but and these days no okay. I don't but I mean you've got to sleep to dream and we've established that <laughs> I don't sleep so <laughs> I'm a vampire <laughs> <laughs> I love having lucid dreams and it was so funny because while I was thinking about today's show last night, I was like, what, you know, what, what is it about my lucid dreams that I'd like to talk about? And I had this lucid dream, which I've had before. So it's a recurring dream mm -hmm. and it's flying, but yes. I have complete control over my flying abilities. So when I want to go up, I can go up. And yeah. But at the same time, they're a little bit wobbly. So it's almost like I'm learning how to fly yes. in the dream. And yes. I used to have those dreams as a kid. I haven't had one in quite a while. And then in my physical existence, I would try and fly as well. Thank thankfully, I didn't jump <laughs> off a roof. <laughs> but so ultimately, the world that we see is a material world. And we can touch it. We can study it. You know, we've got physics and science and all the rest of it that helps to understand the physical world that we exist in and then there are atoms and molecules and cells and when you break those atoms and molecules and cells down to its finest form you've got energy uh -huh. which can't be destroyed it can only be created and um, there are certain rules which rule the behavior of energy and we're going to get into this a little bit later as well um, I've, I've covered three of them it's the spiritual laws okay and um I believe that when you start living your life consciously according to the spiritual laws, so when you adapt it into your normal everyday life, lifestyle, and it's not like our laws, you know, don't don't drive on the wrong side of the road, you can't be 18, um, under 18 and drink. It's like, it's, it's loving laws. It's like the law of free will, the yes. law of unconditional love, all of that kind of stuff. So, so then I feel like when you live according to those laws, you actually align yourself more closely with your higher self. And you spoke earlier about, you know, believing in something higher, yeah. higher than yourself. So my belief is that that's something that's greater than me is within me. Okay. And so source or God, whichever way people refer to, to that higher, the higher, being. the higher being, that exists within you. We are all made up of the same energy and that same energy comes from source or God. It's not a physical person or a, a spiritual, you know, 
angel that's out there. It's it's energy. It's energy. Yeah. Got you. Yeah. Mm. Guys, we'd love to hear from you about your spirits, your spirit guides, uh, your guardian angels, anything that, uh, any weird or random experiences that potentially you can't explain. Do get hold of us on the WhatsApp line 072-870-7571. Even if you just like to say hi and make a smile on a Tuesday night, we'd love to hear from you. Big hi to Morgan, who's listening all the way from the UK tonight. How's it, Morgan? One of your biggest fans. Yes. And I promise, promise, promise you, by the end of, <laughs> by next week, I would have watched your recommendation and we'll discuss we're it on the show. We're going to discuss it next week. Don't Absolutely. worry, Morgan, I'm watching him. <laughs> <laughs> so, are you afraid of death? No. No. Absolutely not. Okay. And as you said earlier, you do wonder what happens to you after you die. You know what I think it is? I think, I don't think that people potentially are afraid of death. I think they're afraid of dying before they've achieved what they want to achieve. Got you. That's what I think it is. I mean, death is final for me. I know it's not. You're going to prove it's not. Uh But for me, it's, it's, I would hate to be taken out before I have achieved all the things I want to achieve. So that's what frightens me. So it's interesting that you say that because... About two years ago, I had an experience that woke me up to this new world and a new perception of life. And look, I'm still learning, as I said before, but what it did was it helped me get out of a really dark place because I sat there questioning, like, what is the purpose of this life? What am I doing with my life? Why is everything, you know, gone the way that it's gone? Like really beating myself up. And uh, I was lost and I felt lonely. And when I came to learn this new way of being, I felt more at ease with where I was. I understood that life was a journey to be enjoyed. Yes. Um, and as we've been discussing in previous episode, episodes, a journey to create you know, from joy. But because we are so bottled up and we have this little small world view of what our lives are about, we end up bottling everything into that like little perception that we hold, Mm. you know, a tunnel view, and we cut ourselves off to everything else. So we don't see the possibilities that are out there. And when you start believing in possibilities, then you start believing in yourself. For sure. I think a lot of people are very focused on the destination as well. Um, I find it a lot when I speak to people is that they're so focused on where they must end up. They're not focused on how they're going to get there. Uh, so for me and everything, it's it's enjoy the journey, mm-hmm. not the destination. Yeah. That And I think that that's why so many people claim to be afraid of dying is that dying is the destination, essentially. Yeah, yeah. At the end of the day, that's where we get to. Yeah. So enjoy the journey. Absolutely. So let's maybe open some minds in that respect because it's not to the end and i'll give you guys some book recommendations which i'll also share on my instagram uh, there's two beautiful pdfs online so you don't have to go out and buy a book that'll give you some more insights and some more detail around this topic uh, it definitely opened my mind it helped me connect dots in my own life about stuff that was going wrong and how i could improve my own life and improve you know my, basically turn my journey into a more beautiful experience mm-hmm. so is it possible that we all have a spirit which came from somewhere else and will return to that same place when we die or is that just wishful thinking because we're afraid of death it is a paradox that humanity basically lives with because um you know we we kind of we kind of feel alone here on earth i think you you know we we out there looking for what else is out there so that already 
tells you like humans want that con- they want that connection with something else that something else is definitely out there in the universe um, and the fear of death I think is something that actually holds us back from enjoying our lives like if you I mean anything in your life there's you know all these gurus and these motivational speakers that are saying release the fear release the fear mm-hmm. but if you are afraid of dying then that's a fear that you need to release so that you can also enjoy your life well that goes back to what i was saying previously about how if you are so focused on achieving everything that you need to achieve before you die you're going to not stop long enough to smell the roses yeah you know and and that's the the biggest thing for me but for me i think my biggest fear is not me dying it's the people around me dying Mm. and you know i've been fortunate in my life i haven't suffered much loss but the losses that i have suffered have been dreadful and it gives me comfort to know that there is potentially something else yeah you know um and there's something within us that actually you know gives us that sense that feeling as well that there's a greater conscious there's a there's something greater than us that uh, we are definitely connected to whether it's a higher power or an eternal soul of sorts um most people spend a large portion of their life thinking about the things that they want to create and then they spend another large portion working hard to actually reach those goals and those desires and those visions and while there's nothing wrong with that approach what we've been doing is creating from this time and space as a body in the 3D world. And I think this is primarily why I wanted to have this episode because opening up your mind to all the possibilities actually then helps you create from a place that isn't 3D. It helps you create from a higher place. So ultimately creating in a place of 3D, you are matter trying to change matter. And according to the Newtonian law, that's going to take a lot of time. So like the law of attraction, when you start creating from a place of joy and love and from a place of a high vibration, everything happens with ease and flow and at a faster rate. Okay. Got okay. You. So as many of us have come to realize and know we aren't more we are more than just matter and we've Mm -hmm. discussed this just now so while the body as matter is the vehicle which enables us to operate in this 3d realm there is a greater part of ourselves that's connected to a field of information and dr joe Dispenza actually talks about that quite a lot in his teachings and his meditations and his workshops there's a great resource online it's called mind valley i follow it it's all about personal transformation mind valley mind valley Uh, you can catch him on instagram and on YouTube and they've got a subscription service as well but they also have great free resources and um, Dr. Joe Dispenza talks about this field of information that exists outside of the body that's beyond this realm that is the consciousness the unity consciousness that we are all connected to so in this quantum realm it's it exists beyond space and time it exists beyond what we can see and feel and there's no separation and everything material is interconnected in oneness so everything's connected so back here on earth within the confines of the 3d reality we experience events or moments as separate things because our senses fool us into believing so okay okay so just as an example you and i having a conversation I can feel your energy, but because my normal senses don't click, they're like, my senses are smell, sight, here, 
I'm switched off to that, to understanding and to being aware of the fact that I can feel your energy. So, so then I start, so if you're having an anxious day or if I'm having an anxious day and we start engaging and then all of a sudden I start feeling anxious, it's because I'm feeling your energy. Yes, absolutely. You know? so, so that's just like a little proof in the pudding about the fact that we are all connected and we can feel something greater than ourselves. So in order to create from this unknown field, we have to get to a place where we disassociate from everything. And that you can practice through meditation. So completely silencing your mind, coming to a place of peace and calm mm. where there's nothing else going on. And that's where you really start to disassociate from who you are. So you just start disassociating yourself from the labels that you've given yourself, from the job that you uh, are attached to, from the relationship that you're attached to. And that comes with practice. So if you're able to live every day from that place of being detached from whatever's going on in your material world, then everything else will click and flow and just work the way that it needs to work, mm. ultimately. I find attachment a very scary concept. Um, I feel, you know, having spent a, a vast majority of my life with people that are detached, it can potentially be quite negative. And I think that using terminology like detach from everything, I think you need to learn to detach from the negative and from the noise. And, and because I would hate to detach from the things that... You know, if I go, I'm not being very eloquent tonight, but, you know, detachment, detached people are the worst people because it's just there's a there's a, a blankness and, a, and an emptiness in somebody who is truly detached. So I think there needs to be again, and, and I'm talking, remember, I'm here as the layman, not this person yeah, with a yeah. bright, bright, wide open third eye. When someone says to me, I need you to detach, I'm going to detach from everything. I'm not going to detach just from what is negative and what is holding me back. Yeah. And I think that that could potentially be quite a dangerous route I think, to go. I think the way that, so the detachment that we're talking about is almost, so remember when we spoke about peeling away the layers? Yes, like, know, the so, like the onion. Like the onion. So peeling away those layers of attachment that we have attached ourselves to. So everything that we uh, consider to be our success and to be our joy and to be our happiness, to detach ourselves from that, to come to an understanding that it's not necessary. All we need is who we are, mm, you gotcha. know, who we are here to be. All we need to be is just be. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So I don't think it's necessarily detaching from everything. May I don't know. There's it's some more research I can go into that. But meditation definitely helps in, in that sense. Right. So I wanted to share a little story about my guardian angel so you know i had that regression hypnotherapy yes. and uh the the point of of going for the therapy session was because i felt that i had a lot of trauma that i needed to let not a lot i had some trauma that i needed to release and uh what the regression hypnotherapy helps with is to surface those uh traumas and those emotions to then release them and um so during that session i was hoping to meet my guardian angels face to face Face to face or spirit to spirit, whichever way you want to call it. But, but everybody manifests their spirit with a face. So interestingly, a spirit can present themselves to you with a face, whichever way that they feel or whichever way you will recognize exactly. them, they'll present themselves to you in that way. Exactly. Uh, and that's also been covered in the Soul Journey book as well. One of, well, a couple of the cases where when they go back 
to when they cross over into the afterlife, they're greeted by familiar spirits, by their spirit team or their spirit family. And the spirit family may present themselves as a blob of energy or they may appear with a face. Generally, it's with a face. In the pagan culture, they refer to them as familiars. Familiars. So basically, it's the exact same. It is literally the same concept that a familiar is somebody that understands you and guides you on your path. Exactly. And nine times out of ten, those familiars come in the shape of animals. Ah, Um, And also in the the American Indian culture and all that sort of stuff. So that's why I say that your, your, your spirit guide, your familiar, your garden angel will manifest as what you will recognize. Yeah, exactly. So what set me off on, you know, connecting with my my spirit team was a channeling session that I had two years ago, and that kind of set me off on this journey as well. So my dad passed away when I was when I was six months old, yeah. and um, he didn't know that he had a son. And throughout my whole life, I always had this little feeling that he's going to come through somewhere. I just don't know where. Yes. And I never really thought of going to a medium or a channel or a psychic. That's another discussion all on its own. We're going to have an episode on that. Which we get into that. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And um, so a friend of mine referred me to a channel who I then called up because she was based in Joburg. I was in Cape Town. So I phoned her on the, mo- on the morning, a Saturday morning. And I sat on my bed thinking that she was going to do like a normal card reading for me. So Alda Velastri used to do card readings for me, which were very inspiring and they helped guide me through some difficult times. But that's what I was expecting. And as she sat, as the, the, the call happened, she started channeling and my biological dad came through in the session. Now, bearing in mind that I never really asked my mom questions about him. I wasn't really connected to the family in any way. Uh, there were a couple of stories that came out during my lifetime about how he passed and, and, and all the rest of it that no one else could have known about. And this all came up in the channeling session. And I was like, what, what the hell? Like, how is this possible? But I took it all in because I knew and I felt and I sensed that it was my, my dad. There was something specific about the music that came up as well because mm, uh, mm. he um, he said in the session he said that he's watched every single one of my performances, and the performance it's so weird because when I turn on my radio at home and I sing my heart out when no one's around, I always used to imagine him sitting watching me. Yes. So so that that opened up that started a little journey within myself to opening up to you know the possibility of having your guardian angels and your spirit team and your spirit guides guiding you every step of the way um and that's then also resulted in me going for more sessions and i did something called it was like a spiritual angel course basically uh which helped me uh you know, deepen my connection with with my spirit team, um, and you know everyone's on their own journey. So this all ha- it could happen in a very unique way. I don't think any anyone's path is the same. Um, you know, you you have people who have these near death experiences who, when they come back, they just you know the the understanding of life and the perception that they have is completely different. Yes. You know, but it's taken a near death experience to to get to that point. So I think everyone everyone definitely has their own their own journey to follow in that sense. But you see, I go back to putting the cynic hat on. So you know, it's like we mentioned earlier in the show. Which I, re- I, if we're going to get into this later, I won't talk about it now. But these mediums and these people that mm. channel and do all this sort of stuff, 
I am a believer that the reason why, I, I, listen, I have no doubt in my mind that there are plenty of people there that are of a higher level spiritually than I am. And, and I'm sure that they feel vibrations, they feel energies, they feel whatever. But I do believe that a large percentage of them are complete and utter charlatans. And the reason why people have the experience that they have is because they are so desperate for that connection with the person that they've lost they'll believe anything that yeah, they hear yeah. so i have i have that feeling and then as you were saying the near-death experience is much the same you know the potentially dying is frightening so suddenly you've had this near-death experience you come back and you decide to change your life not because you've had a spiritual awakening but because you go oh i don't want to get into that position again yeah. so it's so funny because the, the research that's been coming out of and this has taken place over hundreds of years of near-death experiences there are so many similarities between the experiences and yeah. these people don't know each other they may have never you know researched near-death experiences or what it's like and uh it's quite interesting especially in this book soul journey it's quite interesting the similarities between the cases look each spirit that crosses over goes has their own way of experiencing spirit realm absolutely yeah absolutely very very interesting coming through on the whatsapp line morgan says he went to a spiritualist years ago um and she was she told him that his spirit guide was a lady who called herself babs okay so in other words barbara um and morgan doesn't know anybody by that name However, when he was having the conversation with his birth mother about this, this Babs person, it turns out that Babs is the maternal grandmother, his maternal grandmother, no who worries. died before he was born. I just got goosies all over my body. Thank you for sharing that, Thank Morgan. Thank you, Morgan. That's, that's an incredible story. Sure. So I, I do get... I, 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 I do believe that there are a lot of mediums or people who claim to be mediums and psychics and all the rest of it. And that's why I'd always been cynic about going to see someone like that. There was also, there was a show, the same show on Netflix actually, where a guy very cynical went out and saw mediums because he wanted to connect with his dad. And he had, before going to go see the medium, he specifically said, if you want me to believe what this person's saying, then this needs to come through in this session. It was something about his hair. And right at the end of the session, the medium was like, oh, and your dad has something to say about your hair. You no know, ways. so there, I, I think that you, I would, that's how I would approach it. I would, I would have something in my mind about, okay, cool. Like in order, because there is, you know, I, I kind of consider myself at like the truth seeker, especially around spiritual, spiritual truth, because there is so much information out there. There's so many stories. You don't know what to believe. And so much believe. conflicting information, which yeah. is what I think we're setting out to do with the show, is, is say to people, listen, be careful of being drawn into nonsense because of desperation or because of the need to feel and rather take the the you know do your research yeah i think but that's coming up later absolutely and um you know some ancient cultures across like africa and asia and europe they've used medicinal plants like ayahuasca for instance to connect with their spirit guides and back in the day before technology I mean, if you look at like, I think it's the Khoi Sun, you know, they would travel over long distances over Africa from one destination to the next. And they would have a guide at the front of the tribe who would guide them through their journey. But it's the same with the Aborigines in, in Australia. Exactly. They go walk about at a certain age. So they can meet their spirit guide yeah. to to take them through life. And, and then that awareness of when there's danger coming up or which direction to take doesn't just come from the stars. It also comes from them being connected with something greater than themselves for sure yeah for i'm sure. still very interested to do that ayahuasca thing i'm definitely going to do it i've had friends that have done it and as i say again 
I'm going to drive your listeners mad because I am the cynic and I know you will eventually get me right, but I have to ask the questions. Yeah. Is that um, I, I had, they went off on this retreat and they, they did this thing and she came back and she was all enlightened and she had the most incredible experience. And I said to her, no, Joel, you had a trip. Like, let's be real. Like, you were rushing off your tits. Like, it's, you know, I mean, when, when back in many, many years ago when I took LSD, I had dragons in my fridge. Yeah. So, you and know. And those shrooms. But, but, yes, and Nazis in my garden. But it, it, it's just, so, so I am the eternal, you know, the eternal cynic when it comes to things like that. However, I am a believer that if that's what it takes for you to believe something, all kudos to yeah. you. What, I don't ever judge. Do so, what you need to yeah. do. Yeah, ayahuasca is a an ancient practice. Yes. It's been around for thousands Absolutely. of years. Uh, it's very sacred. It's a sacred plant. And for sure. the stories that I've heard and and the people in my life that do these experiences on a regular basis, it does help them transform their lives. And I think yes. ultimately what it does is it just opens you up to the possibilities. It That's opens it. you up to something greater than what you currently believe Your current exists. Reality, exactly. Sure. No, I'm, I'm certainly not knocking it in any way, shape or form. It's, um, as I say, what, what you need to do yeah. to open that sulfur yeah. is amazing. And that's, and that's the thing though. And again, why I say we all on our own journey. So you'll be guided. And when I started tuning into my spirit team and their guidance, ultimately, which comes through intuition, uh, and through like sensations and, and feelings and all the rest of it, because that's the that's the communication tool that they use. That was the one agreement: is that coming into this world, we will communicate with you yes. through emotion, through feeling, yes. and your intuition. So when I established that connection and I started listening to that feeling and the emotion, I started being guided in divine ways mm. and my life started improving and the way i felt about myself started improving and you know i made positive changes and still am you know implementing little small things into my life every day uh, but that feeling of connectedness it completely it, it just makes you feel like you're not alone you've Agreed. got a you've got a team helping you and 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 loneliness is is a massive massive problem in today's society you know we're all so connected and i'm not talking about spiritually connected we're all so connected to each other constantly by cell phones the internet da, 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 da. but whilst we have this immediate connection with whoever we want it is a proven scientific thing that we are the loneliest generation the loneliest bunch of people because there's no true connections yeah. so so being able to to turn to something that is actually deeper yeah. is very important yeah absolutely absolutely so we're going to play a little game just now terminology but uh let's head up a little track there I think we've got Leo Berg, who's a local artist. I'm so excited so about this track. I, I can't even believe how excited I am about yeah. this track. So we always love supporting local here at Uncut Media. And uh, this wonderful young man sent this track in for playlisting. And I was pleasantly surprised. Um, you know, it came from a fantastic uh, house of music. And it has got an international feel to it. And his, and and his story is about going from darkness to light. Unbelievable. Well. I love it. Unbelievable. So coming up next, Leo Berg. The song is called somehow views and opinions expressed on this show are as a result of personal experience take what resonates and always follow your intuition you are listening to Alternatescapes brought to you by Uncut Media
so bright as I look up to the sky And I wonder when it's over, will I live or die? Looking outside for a reason not to cry As I feel the wind on my skin, suddenly I'm fine Is there anybody out there? Am I losing my mind? Where would I be going from here? Is it even worth the fight? I might be a little scared now Shadow, yeah, I've always tried to hide I know, right now I don't have the answers, but I will find them somehow Whoa. I know, right now I might be a little lost, but I will find myself What an awesome little track. I love that. Oh, Local talent, eh? It just makes me bounce. And this is why I'm such a huge advocate for, for local support because some of the music, not just the dance music, all the music coming out of this country is mind-blowing. Yeah, So absolutely. that one from Leo Berg called Somehow. Guys, please go along and check him out on Spotify. Yes, yeah, Spotify. And you can follow him on Instagram at Hello Leo Berg. And he's got his links up there to his music, which you can go check out. He's going to give him some love and some like, guys, because, sure, I had that, that little song on repeat yesterday. And I was like, uns, uns, uns. And I don't even dance anymore because now I'm old. <laughs> <laughs> And if you're just tuning in, thank you so much. We are deep into a conversation about spirit guides, guardian angels, reincarnation, life after death, and all the rest of it. And I thought, so I'm calling it hashtag Term Tuesdays for now. Term Tuesdays. Term Tuesdays. Fantastic. So I'm going to test your vocab. 
Oh my and, goodness. And see what you what you throw back at me. You so, realize I have a reputation to protect, hey? You do know this, <laughs> all right? So nobody judge. Okay, there's no judgment in this. This is a judge-free mm, a zone. judgment-free zone. Okay. So I'm going to throw out a couple of words, and you're going to tell me what you think those words mean, okay? Okay. What is the Akashic Records? Whoa. Akashic. Spell it for me. A-K-A-S-H-I-C records akashic records akashic, i i haven't got the smallest clue not even a little guess not even like for me i would probably say archives of spiritual um spiritual so somebody people documenting their spiritual oh my stuff. god am i right you're like very close <laughs> that, it's very close and the crowd goes wild <laughs> <laughs> so akash is a sanskrit word which means sky, space, or ether. Ether. Ether, yeah, yeah. Ether. And it's said to be a collection of mystical knowledge that is stored in the ether, so not on this planet. And it's basically like a library of all your life experiences. And okay, so yeah. I was I was off on the actual physical library. It's it's okay. I got you. Yeah, you got, got you're you. very close. A lot of people spend a lot of time trying to get access to the Akashic records. So through meditation and through meeting their guardian angels and spirit guides, you can ask them to to take you to your Akashic records and you can learn lessons and understandings of what you have experienced in your past lives. Or so I've heard. Okay, we spoke about this just now. What is the astral body? So the astral body is the when energy leaves your physical body and goes up into the astral planes. Am I right? Yes, yes. Are you yeah, testing that I'm listening? <laughs> Close. So the astral body is a subtle uh, body and by many religious philosophers believed to be the intermediate between the intelligent soul and the physical body. So it's composed of subtle materials or energy. What is, you got to know this one, enlightenment. Your opening of your third eye. <laughs> so being enlightened is, is, is acceptance of, of higher things. Good. It's a cornerstone of religious and spiritual understanding in practical, practically all, all religions. It literally means being illuminated by acquiring new wisdom and understanding. So not necessarily just your third eye, just wisdom and understanding wisdom and, and understanding. awareness. Okay. Let's see if you get this one. Parapsychology. Parapsychology. Okay, so I feel like normal psychology is the understanding and the, the, the discussion of where you are as a human being. And parapsychology potentially runs parallel with that, delving deeper into the psyche as opposed to your physicality. Girl, you are so clued up. I'm so good. I'm talking the biggest <laughs> load of nonsense, but no, at least it kind of sounds right. I feel right. like you're tapping into that universal conscious and they're giving you the answers. That's cheating. It's actually not cheating. It's the best. <laughs> Promise, I'm not googling. I'm just coming to your WhatsApp line. That's going nuts. What's happening there? So, uh, just lovely messages coming through from Leo saying thank you so much. Means the world to have the support. Uh, oh. Good evening to Tash, who's loving the show, as well as Dave, who's loving the show, and uh, says very interesting stuff. So, oh, good fantastic! Job. Good thank job. you for tuning in, guys. I really appreciate it. Okay, two more words. Mantra. Okay, so your man—that's an easy one. Your mantra is what you live by. Is it not? Yeah. So my, my mantra is don't be a puss, be lacquer. <laughs> be kind. Be kind to everybody. And then finally, what is shamanism? Shamanism? Yeah. Not 
Shamanism. 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 <laughs> You've got to say the word properly or it doesn't work. Well, that's how I say so, it. Because if we spell it, if we say shamanism, I don't know. If you say shamanism, it's the, the study of, if you are a shaman, you're a, basically a witch doctor, essentially. So the study of, of magical medicines and, and healing through spirituality rather than healing through medicine. Yeah. And they don't follow the laws of man. They, they follow the laws of spirits. Yes. They, uh, so it is essentially a witch doctor. And one of the things that frustrates me the most is that uh, witch doctors and, and all of these things have always given su- such a negative connotation attached to them when actually their healing is their healing practices are so amazing and yeah. so brilliant yeah. that you, you kind of people, it's just all perception. Yeah. All of it. And I think generally with those ayahuasca experiences, I may be mistaken, but I think a shaman yes. oversees the Absolutely. experience as well. Yes. I've, I've watched a couple of people who have been read by a shaman because they can yeah. sense your energy. They can, and they can also be direct channels to spirits. And, uh, it's crazy what comes direct out. Direct channels to the spirits, exactly that. Exactly, yeah, and yeah, it's yeah. crazy what comes out of these experiences. Like yeah. these guys just know it's insane. They I would be everything. more inclined, like with all due respect, to say we, we spoke about my cynicism towards these mediums and all of this sort of stuff previously. And once again, guys, if you are listening and would like to share your experiences, 0728707571, we would love to hear from you about what you think, even if it is agreeing with my, my cynicism. But <laughs> I would sooner believe and go to a shaman yeah and and take that experience to heart than i would to a john edwards or a, a psychic in a caravan yeah like for le- legit and also you got to be aware that there are shamans that are fakes as well i think always oh, do absolutely. your research the ones that actually- will grow your penis for <laughs> like you see them on the side there's of the posters absolutely there's a book as well uh, that i'm going to recommend it's called spirit hacking and it's by shaman Durek. Uh, he was actually the guy that I watched uh, in do this like treatments on on someone, and it's quite fascinating the what they are able to do. And what he does in this book is actually teach you his practices and his ways of connecting with spirits. Mm. Um, and also he opens you up to the fact that they, you know, they are dark spirits and light spirits as well. So you need to be aware of those dark and light energies. So. Ultimately, what I've come to understand, I think, on my journey and in life is that we are challenged to uncover the true meaning of what unconditional love is. Uh, and I really connected those dots when I read that PDF, the, the Spiritual Laws PDF, which I'll share on my Instagram stories. But it all comes down to unconditional love, like loving ourselves, loving everyone around us unconditionally. And the closer we get to that point, the more aligned we are to universal consciousness and the more aligned we are to our higher self as well. And we can only achieve this really by living in accordance with the spiritual laws. Um, so there, there are a couple of them and they are universal. So they apply all over. Um, and whether you are aware of them or not, they are always at work. And it kind of also is that it kind of determines or I would say explains why you may experience some challenges in specific areas of your life. Mm. Like when reading this PDF, I was like, oh, now I understand why I'm not progressing here gotcha. or why I'm feeling this way. So, uh, the author of the book is uh, Vicent Gillum, and he basically takes you from 
so the, the chapters are like death and departure so what happens when you die and leave the physical world okay to the gateway to the spiritual world what happens there to then the homecoming so your spirits have a little party for you up there when you arrive gotcha. it's like a little celebration to then the displaced soul so they don't refer to it as an evil soul or a, a an evil spirit it's a displaced soul it's someone that is so displaced from their true self that they then go into a space where they are brought back to themselves so speaking it's of not how speaking <laughs> of this can i just throw this out there you just like sparked this like amazing smile on my face pixar's just released a new movie yeah. called soul and let me tell you, oh, I just got gooseies all over my body. It is one of, you know, I never, I, every time I watch a, a Pixar movie, I think they can't get better than this. You know, yeah. Inside Out was just brilliant. Do yourself a favor, because that is exactly what they talk about, is this displaced soul. Oh, wow. Where he is so upset about the fact that he's died, that he doesn't want to die, but he can't go back until he's taught another per, another soul how to survive on it guys please do yourself a favor i'm a massive animation fan but if you can get your hands on this movie we can snot and cry together because <laughs> I've, I've watched it three times now i've cried every time i gotta watch morgan's recommendation first before you I can watch do soul. a double play it is fantastic <laughs> and it is exactly what ty is speaking about about this what happens in the in-between yeah, which is amazing yeah. and you know the the funniest thing for me was that in my mind i always viewed so you know, accepting the fact that there is an afterlife and that we go somewhere. Mm. I always viewed it as this like angelic realm and it isn't this angelic, it is this angelic realm, but I always viewed- Clouds and pearly gates, basically. It's no pearly gates, but it's cloudy, it's energy, it's all energy. It's yeah. all, all energy vibration waves and sounds. And so this is what, it, what I've read in the book. I haven't yes. experienced it for myself. But what was fascinating was that all the cases um, in Michael Newton's book, Soul Journey, the, the way that they communicated with their spirit guides and their guardian angels and the way that they communicated with their spirit team in the spiritual realm was very much the same as what we do in our physical existence, okay. except there's no judgment, there's no anxiety, there's no worry, there's no fear, there's no negative emotion. So, you know, if I have stuffed up really badly in my lifetime, mm. they're just there to listen and mm. to help you learn from your mistakes and they don't judge you on it. It's just accepted. Mm. Um, so it's quite interesting. Like also like spirits have personalities. So you, you have, so one of the cases they said that their spirit guide has a humorous take on things and a mischievous take on things. So they would trick their student and uh you know trick them into do not doing things but um how can i say like you know like play pranks on them in a but way is this is this not again going back to the manifestation of how you would foresee so for example i manifest that my spirit guide is a, is a a big purple unicorn and and that purple unicorn happens to speak but he sounds like jared butler and sings to me at night so i can sleep like isn't it a manifestation of your own personality well, maybe you just manifested your own spirit guide right now no i'm pretty sure i did no no, no. <laughs> i have i have a pretty solid idea of, of my spirit guides yeah. um and it's not a big purple unicorn, guys. But but what I'm saying is is that as the you, you constantly refer back to your soul is who at the core you are as a person. Yeah. And I, I strongly believe that you will then manifest the your the your spirit guides visual, yeah. their personality, the kind yeah. of thing that they are, because it is what you crave in your life. It is so funny. Something just popped into my mind on that exact note. 
when my grandpa passed a couple of days later and i actually completely forgot about this a couple of days later i had a dream another vivid dream and so my grandpa used to have cancer he was the uh, paul rothman's cowboy and he used to smoke like two packs of cigarettes oh, wow. a day okay. so he had throat cancer and they had to cut out his uh, his vocal yes, cord thing yes. so he could never speak so in the majority of my childhood and my adult life uh, he would always have to cover up his, his hole exactly to speak about, yeah. and uh i had this dream of him and he was exactly how i remember him before he had that operation mm. in this dream and he was talking to me he was he was telling me something about my mother and uh i just got like uh, that just popped into my mind because he presented himself to me in a way that i was uh, it was like a happy a happier happy memory. memory of him of the way not spoilt of or not, not broken yeah, or not, not exactly yeah absolutely and uh, the other thing that uh came out of the, this book is that when you meet your spirit guides or your spirit team you you communicate by by feelings and emotions as we were saying just now mm. but in the spiritual realm and through uh, telepathy mm. so what i'm thinking and i you know transmitted to you then you get the visuals of what i'm thinking mm. it's quite mm. interesting mm. so um going to the spiritual laws because you know living by the spiritual laws you then live get closer to unconditional love so i'm going to cover uh, a, a little bit about that that pdf that i read and then we'll go into the spiritual laws but one of the questions uh, that this pdf answered for me was what is the common destiny that we have to reach you know and if you think about that what is the number one thing that we are all trying to achieve in our life happiness there we go mm. that is the common destiny across every single person in this life and the biggest problem with that is and this is going back to one of your very first shows is that everybody's idea of happiness is different so we're constantly all chasing the ideal of happiness that society mm. tells us you need these things to be happy and then our own personal happiness my yeah. own personal happiness is a packet of biltong and, and like a saturday <laughs> night on my bum in my bed but you know what i mean yeah. so so that's why i think the human race as we stand now in our mortal coil is as tortured as what it is because yeah. we're all chasing an idea of happiness without actually stopping and going what would truly what is happiness yeah. Happy, yeah and i think real happiness is that which you can only achieve, achieve through love unconditional love 100% and and that's love for everything for yourself it's the only thing that i feel like falls at emptiness uh like i felt that when i felt lonely there was like that emptiness that i i felt within myself and when i started loving myself more that emptiness started filling up got you Uh, the fundamental question that constantly used to like pop up in my mind is why do i exist and and for what like why was i born the meaning of life the meaning of life and for the nerds amongst us the answer is always 42 just not in smile <laughs> right <laughs> just not in smile you won't be on the say i know tash will probably get that one and dave will probably get that one you keep going <laughs> okay right thanks dale <laughs> so the what what stands out is that we've come to evolve so we've come to evolve ourselves as beings mm. as spirits so that's why we have lived 
hundreds or thousands of different lives because it takes so long it takes those lifetimes to learn and grow to face every single kind of challenge that you could possibly face you know to be a poor man to be a rich man to be a sad man to be someone who has a disease a debilitating debilitating (laughs) thank you that's why i'm your (laughs) co-host you know um and then there's also the the law of karma that comes into play as well so what we have done in a past life may carry through as karma into our next life got to read the pdf and that's where karma comes in yes and karma is another for me karma is another show on its own entirely because whilst i might be a cynic about a lot of things i am a firm believer in karma firm believer always have been yeah especially murphy's law that's common. I think well, that's no, it's common. not. No, Murphy's yeah. Law and Karma are two very different things because I've had I've had Murphy really upset me a couple of times for no reason whatsoever. Car- karma is essentially what you put out, you will get back. Whereas Murphy's Law is just like, well, it's irony, effectively. Yeah. But I'm a big believer in karma. I believe if you're going to go through life being a cuck person, cuck things are going to It's going to come back. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's why, you know, the vibration that you put out there is the vibration that you're going to get back. Lise Tash right. agrees with me when I say my happiness lies in a packet of Biltong. Hers lies in a packet of Jumping Jack popcorn. So we're good. We're on the same page, Tash and I. <laughs> right. So the evolution. For what purpose? Why are we evolving? You know, like wh- what is the end goal? So the ev- yeah. Can I ask you a question on the evolution thing? So evolution is obviously something that's been a, an ongoing argument for decades. But now... We, you are now talking about how we as human beings have stopped evolving, but spiritually we continue. Is that, am I right? Are you saying when we cross over into the afterlife? Well, general evolution, evolution is evolution. So here we were a monkey, now we're a person. We're not going to continue evolving until such a point as we can all read each other's minds. There's a movie called Lucy where she uses, we only use 10% of our brain. She used like a hundred and something. Do you believe that we are physically continuing to evolve? Yes, absolutely. Really? I, I believe that the more we align ourselves to universal consciousness, the more we we as a humanity evolve and we all tribe together. Physically. Physically. We and telepathy is a thing. It is a thing. You no, know? it is a thing. Like it's when you receive when you. you phone pick up the phone and phone someone they're like, Oh, I was just thinking, just thinking about, about you. you. That happened to me today actually. Yeah, happens all the time. You know, it's yeah. a thing. I think yeah. we've got superpowers. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so ultimately the evolution of mm. being is towards a greater capacity of loving. So it all comes down to that loving and feeling and knowing that ultimately there is more than just what we know. You know absolutely and then so it was quite interesting because in this pdf uh, he says how can that be said when we see how thousands or millions of human beings are dying every day so we paint this very pretty picture about evolution and growing and you know aligning ourselves to love and doing good and following spiritual laws and all the rest of it but then that's actually like that was a question that i was like huh yeah why is there so much suffering and but that's, I think, an eternal and universal question that people have been asking for years and years and years. Yeah. And I think I think that there is a balance and that because there are those dark energies and light energies and everyone's at different parts of their journeys that, you know, ultimately you are going to be where you are. Another interesting thing, actually, when we before we come into this life, we have a review of the life that we're about to live 
and then we get the amnesia when we're born. Got you. Right. So we we uh, it's almost as like you go. So this is how the book explains it. I haven't experienced it. Okay. <laughs> Maybe I'll experience it in my regression hypnotherapy. But you go into like almost like a cinema room of sorts, mm. and you have these screens, these holographic screens. I would imagine they're not physical screens, and you then are you then review the life that you're about to enter, and. This brings me to the deja vu as well, because during this review, they are they give you flags. It's like little posts mm. that are these little markers in your life that will bring you and direct you closer to who you are at your core. Got you. And that's why everyone's journey is different. And it got me thinking. I was like, is deja vu that? Like, is deja vu a memory i was shown this at some point agreed yeah 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 if you are just tuning in or have been listening throughout we are chatting about all things spirit so it's the unseen the unseen world the spiritual world our guardian angel spirit guides and we've had quite a lot of interest on the whatsapp line about people who've had their own experiences and whatnot and we're going to listen to a little voice note just now um but I thought, and what we were talking about just now was the spiritual laws, and we were talking about evolution. So one of the laws is the law of evolution, and it goes that the destiny of spirits is to evolve in an indefinite way forever. So there's no end to our existence. Which is interesting considering your question previously about, are we afraid of death? Exactly. Yeah, we're afraid not of death. Wow, that's delicious English. We're not afraid of death. We're afraid of ending the ending the journey. Exactly. So yeah. I think once you open up your mind to the fact that there is no ending, you rid yourself of that fear of death. Absolutely. And then you start living your life, you know, in the moment, in the present, like YOLO. YOLO. No, wait, it's, it's not YOLO. <laughs> it is YOLO. You, well, it's not YOLO. No, you've got one life. Living. It's YOLI. You only live indefinitely. <laughs> Um, so in what do they evolve? They evolve in love and wisdom. Without love, there is no evolution. Without love, there is no wisdom. And without love, there is no happiness. So evolution depends upon our own will and efforts. Which brings me to the second law, which is the law of free will. And I think this is where many of us go wrong. Because we use our free will against us. And we've discussed this a couple of uh, in a couple of episodes as well. Like we have the free will to make decisions in our lives that are better for us, you know. So it goes, spirits have the freedom to choose their destiny as to whether they wish to evolve or not. So spirits advance when they decide freely to harmonize with the law of progression, uh, to harmonize with the law of love because they understand and share that law and act in harmony with mm. it so spiritual progression only takes place when we, when it is chosen and internalized through free will and through the spirit's own efforts without any kind of coercion or imposition there is evolution only where there is freedom sure. which is interesting as well because your guardian angels and your spirit guides they tap out like if you decide to do something that they've kind of been trying to guide you in the right way they let you do that so you've got your own free will mm. So that's one of the laws that the spirit realm works on. It's very interesting. That, and it goes back to what I said right at the beginning of the show with the little angel and demon on either shoulder, you know, trying to make you make the right decisions. And, and again, referring back to previous shows of yours, we say, listen to your gut. Yeah. Because your gut and your intuition could very possibly be, in my case, my spirit guide standing there with a cardboard, cardboard sign going, 
please just listen to me. <laughs> exactly, <laughs> you know? exactly. And that's why it's so important to tune into the feeling. Like, what is the feeling saying mm. to you? What is that feeling mm. communicating? Is this a good idea or a bad idea? Absolutely. You know, listen to that gut. Which then brings me to the third law, which uh, speaks to karma. So that is the law of spiritual justice or the law of spiritual action and reaction, cause and effect. So what you do to others, you also do to yourself. Mm. Spirits advance spiritually when they become aware of their mistakes, acts against other beings of creation, and then rectify them. Sure. So when we cross over and we go, you know, we, we do appear in front of uh, higher beings who we then review our past lives with, and they'll ask questions like, why did you do this? Why did mm. you do that? And it's about being aware of the fact that you've done wrong and uh, taking responsibility for those mistakes, mm-hmm. especially against other people. Um, so yeah, it's quite interesting. Like if you live your life according to those three laws, love, use your free will, listen to your intuition. I love the word harmony. Harmony. For me, for me, that's a, it's a beautiful word. And as I say, I think if, if we could just as human beings choose to live in harmony with our free will, our intuition, our gut feeling, our inner eye, our third eye, instead of questioning everything, that we would, as human beings, be happier people. Yes. So it's not about being in harmony with everybody else. It's about being in harmony with yourself. Yeah. You know, that's where the self, self-doubt self and conflict and the voices in your head all come mm. in. You've got to get those voices to harmonize yeah. and you'll be okay. I always say, listen to the voices that make you feel good. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. So we have a very interesting question on the WhatsApp line. It's come through from Tash. Uh, she says, it's a voice note. And she said to me beforehand, she's like, she has a question about past lives. So let's see if you can answer her. Hey, guys. So absolutely loving your show. I mean amazing as always so my question about past lives like there's a lot of stories about how kids in particular remember their past lives like i've read so many stories on google and other places and like the one story in particular that i remember quite well was this kid he was like three or four and he was so adamant in telling his mother that he wants to go to this reunion at some place or whatnot for world war ii survivors and his mom could never understand why and why he'd want to go with old people and whatnot. So she took him because he was like so adamant in going to this place to meet these people. And it came out that with he was speaking to one of the guys and he said, no, he's such and such a person that died in the World War at whatever age. And now he's come back. And I was just like, how do you remember that? Because if you are someone else in your past life and you come back as someone else, how do you remember who you were? Like, if I had a past life, I don't know who I was or what I was. <laughs> so, and why is it? And they say, like, if kids remember their past lives, they'll only remember up to age 10 and then it's like complete blur. They like don't remember anything. Why is that? It's so weird. Like, I'd love to know what happened in my past life or lives. And I used to work with someone. He literally remembered every single past life he had. Like he said he used to be a demon of sorts and this and that and a man, a woman and in this time, in this era, in this age. And I was like, how do you remember all of that? That's so weird. Like I just love to know just at least something if I had a past life. How cool would that be though? (laughs) (laughs) 
Thank you for that, Tash. (laughs) (laughs) So on the topic of past lives, uh, we we discussed it briefly in the beginning, that Netflix show, uh, Surviving Death, where there's an episode where they talk about these kids who remember their past lives. And um, so if you were to remember everything from your past lives coming into an existence life, I think it would be sensory overload. Absolutely. And you would never get anything done. No. And also you may have all the answers to all your problems, which then does makes it kind of pointless in terms of learning Doesn't and growing. Doesn't make this life yeah. do anything for you. But also I do believe that when the time is right for you to be privy to the information in your past life, it will happen. So when I wanted, and Tashi, this is one of the ways that you can do it is through regression hypnotherapy. Absolutely. Michael Newton, the, the author of uh, Soul Journey, he, he mentioned that uh, the regression hypnotherapy, it, it takes you into your past lives to specifically help heal trauma in your past life mm. that potentially sits within your subconscious in your current life. I find that that whole concept super interesting because, you know, I've never been a big fan of psychology or psychiatry or anything like that because I don't want to pay a stranger to tell me that I need to take drugs. But for example, I have never really, thank goodness, had any major trauma in my life, but I do believe that I have some very deep-seated issues. So what you are basically saying is that potentially those deep-seated issues come from a potential experience that happened in one of my past lives. And the only way that I'm really going to understand that and move forward is to have somebody help me regress back to where I was. Or not some I'd be terrified. <laughs> I would be terrified to maybe, know what happened. Before. Maybe it's not somebody. Maybe it's an experience that you have that mm. opens you up to the awareness mm. of of having that past life. Yeah. And on past lives, um, so I used to have these recurring dreams of being in the army and as a kid and then also more lately now as an adult. And there was one where I woke up I was looking for someone in the dream and I woke up and I was sobbing because I'd found the person. Mm. It was the last time I had that dream. And then when I had my channeling session with Leia, she, because our spirit guides can communicate our past life experiences to us as well. She said that my spirit guide came through and he wants to share a story about me being in the army. Crazy. Uh, which was pretty insane. Mm. And uh, the, the detail in that story, I was also like, that's, pretty insane that that has come through and i've had that dream had the dream so that that kind of affirms that past life experience Mm, for me as mm. well right we're going to play some mythbusters love mythbusters because especially as the cynic um there as we spoke about there's so much nonsense out there so let's let's bust some myths okay cool (laughs) so first one to be spiritually minded you must be vegan and avoid alcohol (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Sorry, vegans. <laughs> okay, got you. Myth or bust? Oh, oh uh, no, Wait, listen, I think, I think that's got to be the biggest bust ever. Bust. I mean, no one's going to say that. So food gives us pleasure. So it's not true. You don't have to be vegan or stop drinking alcohol in order to be spiritually minded. I think it's all about balance in the end. Absolutely. And um, if we have a physical need to limit our diary or our meat or alcohol, like if you feel like alcohol is playing a role in the downward spiral of your life, then yes, listen to that feeling. Absolutely. But otherwise, it's okay. Have fun. Enjoy life. That's what you're here to do. You're here to have a great experience. You know, have a glass of wine when you want a glass of wine. For sure. You have a steak when you want a steak. I always say when a steak crosses my plate, I'll have it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I 
That's when the universe hands me meat. <laughs> meat, yeah. Okay. Uh, next one. To be spiritually minded is hard work. I think that's nonsense. I think that we make it hard work. So I think that's that's if you are passionate enough about learning to be spiritually minded, it should be easy. Yeah, I think if you adapt it as a lifestyle and you commit and dedicate yourself to with the anything, journey. With yeah. anything, you know, is losing weight easy? No, but if you commit yourself to eating correctly and exercising, it will get easier. Yeah. So anything I, worth having is hard work in the beginning. Absolutely. I have found that at the beginning of the journey, it was hard work because you really are, you're changing your habits, you're changing the way you think, you're basically re rewiring yourself. Absolutely. So that initial setup is the hard work. And learning. And it's the same as, you know, if you're going to go to varsity and study to do something, you need to study this in order to understand it. Yeah. And in order to study, that takes work. Yeah. Same yeah. as we spoke about the law of attraction. None of this stuff's going to happen naturally. But anything that you love or that you are interested in should not be hard work. Exactly. It should be passion. And I think a simple way to look at it is like, would you rather spend your energy on being mindful of your thoughts and work your thoughts in a way that actually serves you? Or would you rather spend your energy on feeling like a victim and feeling like the world is out there to get to you? Like sure. make a choice, make a choice. Okay, next one. Enlightened people will act, talk and live a certain way. No, I think that's also nonsense. Absolutely. Because I think that it much the same as, as you know, you never know what goes on inside someone's head. And unlike CrossFitters and vegans who will tell you, um, I think that, that spirituality has got a quiet way of manifesting. And you would never know unless you actually entered into the conversation. Like no one looking at you would assume that this was the path you were on. Yeah. I don't believe. Um, you know, you've got What the path would they assume I'm on, Dale? No, no. <laughs> no judgments. But my point is that you are essentially the poster boy for, you know, all these things that are very commercial and very socially acceptable. Um, I think that if majority of people had to know that this was the route, they don't, you know, you expect people who are spiritual to be wearing caftans and smoking a marijuana yeah. joints and like waving incense. Like that's what you expect. It's yeah. all that's the societal uh, uh, stereotypes yeah. where meanwhile it could be anybody. Yeah. So I think, uh, yeah, to your point, a person's external presentation does not reflect who they are on the inside. And eventually all acts come to an end as well. Yeah. Because I do find that people will act enlightened and they'll act like they are aware and know, but actually what's going on inside is completely, is conflicting. completely conflicting. Yeah, And you can pick that up in people as well. Um, it is true that with increased awareness, there are various things that will no longer resonate with you. Mm -hmm. So like there are things like listening to radio to me doesn't really resonate with me. I don't mm. watch the news. I don't tune into the news. Yeah. Um, there are conversations that no longer interest me. There are hobbies that I used to have that no longer interest me. Jobs, you know. So yeah. as you as you grow and as you learn, you'll start moving away from those things naturally. Okay. Next one. There is a right or wrong path. I agree with that. I know that you're going to tell me that there is not, but I agree that there is. Because if you are going down a path, you mentioned earlier the path of there is light and there is dark. Um, if you are following a path of darkness, essentially that is incorrect. But imagine what you're learning on that path. 
Yes, but do you want to go on a path to darkness? Well, you're using your free will. Although, you see, I'm, <laughs> I'm the kind of person that I don't necessarily believe that dark and darkness is a negative term. Mm. But again, going back to societal expectations, if you are going down a dark path, you're going down a path that, that you shouldn't be going yeah. down. So I do believe that there maybe there's not a right or wrong way to achieve enlightenment, if we rephrase it that way. Mm. Not a right or a wrong way to achieve enlightenment, whether you choose to do that via books or ayahuasca or going and going walk about with an Aborigine in New Zealand or whatever. Yeah. There is no, I don't know, have I, I got think the wrong end of the stick there? No, absolutely. You're spot on. I think that when, you know, we are all on our own journeys and we all make the decisions that we make for a reason, uh, they always say that a, a more advanced soul will choose a more challenging path which is quite interesting. That's very interesting. Because the challenging path has more lessons to learn. I mean, I reached a point where I was like, I'm done with my lessons. But, but listen, <laughs> I want the easy part. How many times, and I mean, I'm, I'm probably the least enlightened person in the world, but the number of times that I have gazed to the heavens and gone, universe, why are you testing me? And then I will have some enlightened person come and say, because it will make you grow. And I'm going, I'm done growing. I'm good. Yeah, you yeah. know, so, so you I can't stop growing though. But you can't stop. No, no, no. But yeah. in the times of frustration, you, you want to stop growing because it's like, please stop. The, you know, there's that classic saying, everybody knows what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. I should have been dead years ago. <laughs> but, but, and I'm, I don't want to be tested anymore. Yeah. So, so it is interesting that mm. you, that you put it that way mm. because will you walk down that route mm. and make the right choices mm. down a dark path? Mm. Very mm. interesting. Yeah. I mean, my, I've gone through quite a life experience where I've made some silly life decisions and dark decisions and been in dark places. And looking back now, I can see the lessons that I've learned yeah. and the growth that I've experienced, but I've been like, I'm done with that now. Mm. Mm. I'm done. I want now, there's, the easy also, there's also a wonderful saying that goes something along the lines of, without the darkness, there is no light. Mm. so without the darkness you can't see the light yeah. um so so there's i suppose it's it's relative i guess yep okay next one embarking upon a spiritual trip or pilgrimage is needed to find yourself and we were by talking, we we're kind of talking about this just now yeah so again going back to my original comment like i think the, whatever route you choose to take as long as you take the right journey or you take a journey that teaches you i don't think you should be told it's right or wrong absolutely there's no there's no trip that you need to take you don't have to go on an ayahuasca course you don't have to go on a you know a cyber asylum course of sorts to find yourself yeah what you already have everything that you need yourself is already within within you it's about going within and understanding and learning about who you are at your core ultimately yeah so yeah there's there's no real trip or journey that you need to go no. on and then finally, there are levels of spirituality. I agree with that. I 100% I don't think that that's a myth. I think that, that there are varying degrees of... Same for me with anything in life, is that there are varying levels of... Just because I choose to be spiritual, that could mean that I meditate three times a day and I have recognized my spirit guide. doesn't mean that I follow a spiritual life. Mm. Um you know, it's it's an age-old discussion with religion as well. Yeah. So that just because I don't, you know, not me, but as a human being, don't go to church on Sundays doesn't mean I'm not a Christian. Yeah. Uh, just because I don't, um, that I choose not to eat eggs, it doesn't mean I'm killing yeah. the world's animal. Yeah. You know, so I think that that is a correct statement. Okay. So I think 
if we attach levels to spirituality, we're kind of doing what society is doing by attaching classes to people. Okay. And that's something that I needed to learn on my journey as well, because upon learning all of these new things and becoming aware of these new elements and, and you know, life after life and all the rest of it, I was like, who else is aware? Like, who who are these people that are aware and living their life in this way? And on what level are they? Mm. And the more I looked for the answer to that, the more I was disappointed. I got you. So, there's... Yeah. Do you feel like that's something that should be shared with people, though? You know, like, for me, where levels become problematic is when you have what a lot of people do these days, which is, you know, I'm, I'm spiritual because it's cool. Mm. So, I tell everybody I'm spiritual, but I'm actually not. Yeah. But I feel like it should be a very personal journey. So Absolutely. if someone comes to me and says to me, by all means, if you're a teacher or a shaman or whatever, by all means. But someone comes to me and says to me, what, where are you in your spiritual journey? That's got nothing to do with 100%. anybody else. 100%. This is something that I tell to all my friends who ask me the questions. Because I'll never go out and be like, oh, I'm spiritual. Like, I know my shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> because I'm learning. Uh, and uh, the point that I want to make is that there is no level. No one is more enlightened than anyone else. Everyone is equal. Every soul is equal. We are all connected by and made up of the same energy. So there's no superiority in spirituality. There's only oneness. And what I say, oneness, wholeness, oneness. And what I say is that your spiritual journey is personal because the next person next to you is not going to be experiencing the same as what you're experiencing mm -hmm. and like i like to keep keep my my experiences personal although we've been sharing a lot on this show um but I've but the show is here to help people understand become enlightened well to help to inspire i like to think of it as inspiring and nurturing exactly. souls exactly. because i do feel like there are a lot of people out there who don't necessarily understand what they're feeling at the moment and what's going on and in the same way as i go through those emotions as well knowing that someone else is on that journey as well does make a difference of course it does but it is a personal journey so be careful to compare your journey to other people no. yeah, you yeah, can't yeah. do that no. you are enlightened in whichever reality or circumstance you are in, you are enlightened. You have access to whatever it is that you want. You know, so there is, there are no, no levels. Levels. Yeah. It's quite interesting because I always used to uh, view, you know, the gurus and the, the masters and all the rest of it as these like highly spiritually evolved people who have so much power and knowledge and wisdom. And whilst they do have that, it doesn't make them better than no, anyone else. For sure. They are just human like everyone else. Yeah. yeah. Guys, we are going to be wrapping up the show in a bit. And I'd just like to thank every single one of you who have tuned in, who have chimed in. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I'm so glad you guys are here. And I'm going to give you homework. Yes, <laughs> to practice perfect progress love it so for next week for the next seven days the exercise that we did at the beginning of the show where you do your meditation where you breathe in and exhale breathe in an affirmation write down six affirmations for yourself like i am wonderful i am beautiful success flows to me with ease abundance flows to me with ease like whatever those affirmations are and then during your meditation on your inhale inhale that affirmation and exhale whatever it is that no longer serves you. So that's your homework. Report back to us next week during Practice Perfect. Um, I would love to hear what your experience of that is as well, Dale. I know you've been doing it a little I bit. Will, I will be doing it. I will add in the affirmations now as well. And uh, we, will, we will report back Tuesday next week. Absolutely. 
I hope this evening's been inspiring and in that because uh, I have I've, I've definitely learned a couple of new things through tonight's episode. I think it's a very interesting concept and I feel like as per every single one of your shows it's an ongoing conversation yeah. and what, what's wonderful is we will revisit these things later down the season and later down the series and as your journey continues and my journey continues and our listeners journey continues um, we just encourage you guys to please share with us yeah. because this show is for you and uh, we want to take the journey all together Absolutely. Uh, so, so please do keep sharing the whatsapp line is always available and uh, we'd love to hear from you um and pop us a little follow on facebook instagram uncut media z a uh, we are always active and you can also pop me a follow at taro Null on instagram and, and tell, um, your friends. Tell, tell your, your friends, friends tell your friends i'm going to be popping up a couple of links on my instagram stories during the course of the week to some of the resources and the books that i've been reading that have given me this knowledge and have yeah. broadened my awareness and um yeah start a book club the st- well, an I alternate like book club yeah we can do a little book <laughs> review night so book review segment absolutely and then guys tomorrow night on uncut media we've got truth and dance it's south africa's biggest dance we're gonna radio show. some tacky sweet some tacky it's six hours long from 4 p.m <gasps> so, got a whole lot of international artists coming in which is why it is so big so from four o'clock tomorrow afternoon uh, log on especially if you love your dance music i tell you paul angel puts on a show like no other so do tune in lock on to uncutmedia.com because you're not going to hear it anywhere else there we go and then as always to end off the show we've got Alda Velastri who you can also follow on Instagram he is at Dumela Universe and you can get in, in touch with him for readings and channelings as well he's a medium I think we'll have him on the medium show one night love that and uh, again his reading tonight just ties in beautifully with all the other episodes and he I mean it's the synchronicities I love it but guys thank you so much for tuning in Dale I love you I love you guys love you guys all you beautiful people go out there and freaking rock, rock life. life hello alternate scape listeners I am Philastri it's time for spirit news this 11th of February is new moon in Aquarius let's see what energies the new moon in Aquarius is bringing in I trust you're all having a beautiful week beautiful energies occurring remember now that the divine masculine energy is awakened now that we are creating within the truth of us The Divine Feminine no longer needs to be still anchoring the love for we know now. We know exactly how we create now. We know the truth of us now. We know that we are the creators of our reality, whether you like it or not. You know you're just merely choosing to align with it or not. To whatever frequency you know, the Divine Feminine no longer needs to sit still She can stretch now. She can move now. She can finally co-create within her energy, her era, her realm. We are in the beautiful divine waters of the divine feminine energy now. Flow now. Allow now. Be within the truth of your love now. It's time for you to co-create within the magic, the essence of your love. Thank you, Spirit. What other messages do we receive? Two of Swords. Mm, Five of Wands. 
<laughs> Eight of Cups. Ooh, new moon, really bringing a cleansing, I see. Ace of Wands, lovely. And one more. I'll adjust the lighting shortly. The... This is the Nine of Swords. Okay. Okay, here we are. Let's see. Mm. The Two of Swords. Mm, where you were blocked, where you are at a crossroads, an impasse, where you feel or where you felt that there was no forward movement, forward um, flow, that is gone. Energies of the new moon really bringing in beautiful illumination to allow you the clarity of what you wish for, what you're trying to achieve, what you're manifesting. So you're really feeling empowered. You're really feeling a vibrancy. You're really um, feeling yourself know. You just know um, the insight that comes through, the beautiful knowledge, the beautiful um, revelations that this beautiful new moon bring through really allow you to be within your clarity and I feel the energy saying, really set your intentions within your truth. The veil will be lifted. You know exactly what you want to do. You can't ignore the call of your heart. No longer betray yourself by doing anything else than that which allows you the most sacred happiness and the most divine love in each moment. This allows you to break free of conflicting action not knowing what to do, other people trying to pull you in other directions. You have simply freed yourself from conflicting energies. You've simply freed yourself from anything that disallows you to be within the truth of you. Beautiful energies. And this is number five. I'm really finding that quite significant. Five is indicative of change. So things are really changing around you, reflecting the um, light that you have allowed now within yourself. So relationships, work opportunities, um, all things within your vibrational field are now changing to reflect the truth of you and this beautiful new moon in Aquarius really cleansing those energies. You are going to see the truth of you and you're going to see exactly where you hold yourself back and something tells me you're going to break free of those constraints because we see it here with the beautiful eight of cups coming through. You are moving away from these eight, these cups. Some of them pleased you. Some of them did not please you. Even the ones that pleased you, they just no longer resonate with you. For you understand that you are different. You have grown. You have, you have, you have now allowed yourself to come into the fullness of you. And some people, some friendships, some family members are not really in agreement with this. And you just do not, not that you don't care. That sounds uncaring. <laughs> it's more you just refuse to allow anybody else to displace you you understand that love would never ask you to remove yourself from you for you simply are love so anybody trying to manipulate you from doing from being you trying to make you feel guilty for choosing you you have no time for that any longer this new moon bringing beautiful clarity you are seeing you see i love this card the mask is being revealed. The mask is being revealed and you're seeing the power of you, the sun, the power of you now. And Luna is bringing through that illumination, bringing through that clarity, allowing you to really charge forward into your destiny. You're looking for your ninth cup. You're heading for your tenth cup. No time to be the caterpillar. You are now the butterfly in full flight. 
There we see it with the Ace of Wands. Yes, Spirit, Universe, Source, however you wish to call that frequency. It doesn't matter. Names do not limit the limitless and the unknowable. We like naming things as humans in order to give us certainty. Um, we cannot name that which is unnameable, which is formless. So just allow this energy to feel as you feel it, to be as you be, to breathe as you breathe it in. Do not be too fixed on how what to call it. It just it allows resistance. You do not you no longer need resistance. I feel um this beautiful source energy really saying, stop resisting the power of you by trying to define it. Just allow yourself to be free more. And these energies really coming through to do that. Allowing you new opportunities. This is the Ace of Wands. New opportunities, which you are passionate for. You are passionate. You enjoy what's happening now. You're enjoying life. You are receiving opportunities that allow you to be excited, that are loving, that are mm, sparking joy, which are ooh, allowing you to really resonate within the truth of you. And it brings you such happiness, such freedom, such delight. And there we are releasing this nine of swords energy no more sleepless nights no more worrisome and um, anxious energy you are now feeling free you're now feeling happy you're now feeling joyous for now these energies of the beautiful divine feminine are now free and flowing within you and the beautiful new moon bringing clarity illumination allowing you to really center and surrender into the frequency of your bliss mm, allowing you to have uh, beautiful thoughts and feelings about your desires and your wants you are now really excited about the expression of you nothing can stop you Nothing can stop you anymore. Live your dreams and love eternally. Take care.